Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And Calling All Sports is heard on 15 stations in three states. We have grown immensely since day number one, which was May 3rd, 2010. So uh, coming up on my next birthday, it will be 14 years old because my birthday is the day after we started the show. So that makes it easy to keep track of when our anniversary is. And it's coming upon the numbers of birthdays where I will literally stop keeping track. It's getting close. Uh, I've never bothered me before, but I think the one coming up in a little over a year might bother me a bit. Our next guest is Willie Sanchez, who was the former athletic director at USF when my youngest son, Nate, was going to school there. And we've known each other forever. You were a basketball official and uh, sports agent. Had a whole bunch of guys in Major League Baseball that were your your clients, and you've lived an exciting life, Mr. Sanchez. How are you? Well, I'm doing really well, uh, Mark. Thank you for the intro. It has been an exciting life, let me tell you. Let's go back to when you were at USF, because part of the excitement for any of us is to see people that we work with or work for us or whatever, uh, or, or even our just friends or family or whatever, go on to do stuff that maybe most people might not have thought they could do or just needed that push or needed that little extra encouragement or whatever. I guess the point being, to see people succeed is like one of the most rewarding things in life for any of us, no matter what the circumstances are. And I know you were pretty close to Kalen because he was the head football coach while you were there. Let's talk about how your relationship started and when did you see something in Kalen that led you to believe that he would end up, you know, becoming a a big-time college coach? I think it was quite evident, uh, Mark, when Kalen was an assistant coach to Bob Young and how much Bob Young relied on him and Curtis Riggs to call the offense. Uh, Bob was a very astute man, uh, could be stubborn at times, but uh, he was uh, he knew that Kalen had a lot of creativity offensively and uh, and of course Curtis Riggs, who was his quarterback when he played uh, and Kalen was playing at USF, so they really tag teamed uh, the offensive coordinator's job and, and and did a wonderful job. But it was evident to me then that if Bob Young could rely on him, uh, that he wasn't too off from, uh, too far off from being a head coach. And those two guys, Kalen and Curtis, who's Curtis is on the show every week, and we'll get him on later this week. Um, talk about football minds. It, I mean, those two guys just love the game, and they love to talk about the game. And and I'm, I'm guessing Curtis will probably end up down in Tuscaloosa too, because I think he was headed for. I know he was headed for Seattle, but just those two guys have have a have a bond that most people don't want to ever have with another best friend. I think it's a bond of loyalty in the sense that uh, when things are going good, I'm there. When things are going bad, I'm there. And uh, that type of friendship lasts a lifetime. And uh, I know that Kalen reaches out to people like Curtis. Uh, look how he's reached out to Chuck Morrell and Ryan Grubb and others uh, to help him uh, get to the point that he's at right now. So, yeah, uh, I don't. 
do I think he could have done it without uh, or achieved all this without Curtis and and Grubb and Morrell? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know whether he could or not, but I do know that he kind of needed a little push out of the nest uh, to to uh, go forward. And you're talking about back in the USF days at that point, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he Kalen is Midwestern. He's uh, I, I I refer to it as the Midwestern mentality. And having come from other parts of the country, you know, it's it's a it's a valuable, good uh, asset to have, and that is one of we're proud to be from the Midwest. We have moral and ethical. Uh, 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 abilities of, uh, that go along with it and, uh, they know what's right and what's wrong. And in most cases, they do what's right. And so I don't think he really wanted to leave. Uh, I, I think there were two factors that, that kind of pushed him out of the, uh, out of the, uh, USF nest. And that was one, as you know, we were thinking about going division two. And I remember having a meeting, he and Chuck and, and the question is, why Why are we changing? I mean, we're winning. Let's stay here. And that was both of them. And uh, the second thing was that I basically jokingly said to Kalen, listen, if you don't leave, I'm going to fire you because <laughs> you're too good. You're too good. Wow. And his response was? Didn't say a thing. Hmm. He just kind of smiled, and I think, I think the timeline was two to three weeks after that he got the job at Southern Illinois. Well, that may have been a, a big factor in his starting to look. Because, uh, to be honest, I I looked at Kalen and and thought this could be a Bob the next Bob Young in terms of staying for a long time and just having excellence on the football field and being from here. And that's his alma mater, and he's from Millbank and. Why would he want to go anywhere else? And I think that's the way Kalen saw it, too. And, you know, having been in my business uh, prior to USF, you're, you're always looking for uh, to place value on muscle and, you know, as an athlete. And uh, being an AD, I was always trying to look at coaches that really impressed me. And uh, when, I, I, I'd sit at those football games and I'd marvel at some that Kalen and Curtis would make. I mean, where did that come from? You know, <laughs> how did those receivers get so wide open? Uh, and, you know, one thing that I thought about this the other day, Mark, I think Kalen was way ahead of his time when you think about the transfer portal. Think about the quarterbacks that he brought in from all across the country. You had Lorenzo Brown. You had Chad Cavender. Yeah. John Eastman, all from different parts of the country that came in here and led us to national championships. And I think he can relate to that aspect of the game today just because, uh, you know, I mean, he loves the players that he brings in, but he also plays the best wherever they come from. We saw that at Washington with Michael Penix. Uh, without exactly. Michael Penix, the 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 Washington Huskies do not end up in the national championship game. Uh, Penix was arguably the best quarterback in the country this year. I'm a little biased because I became such a big fan of theirs, having yeah. gone out there and gotten to know some of those guys. But point being, you know, Penix could have gone anywhere. He was drawn to play for Kalen. Now, granted, they had a relationship when Kalen was at Indiana as offensive coordinator, 
But Michael Penix could have gone anywhere, and he went to the University of Washington, where they had been 4-8 and eight the year before he showed up. And it's because of the style of, of, of game that Kalen plays. And I can't remember the exact quote that Ryan Grubb said, you know, we're not the run and shoot, or what was that? He tried to describe his, his, his offensive uh, uh, philosophy, and it's a Kalen Curtis Rigg philosophy. And Ryan Grubb has bought, on, bought into it and perfected it. And I think Ryan really felt strongly that he was going to be, and I did too, to be honest, as Willie Sanchez joins us here. Willie, I thought Ryan Grubb would be the next Washington coach because I know he wants to be a head coach. Um, and I hope he ends up at Alabama. It sounds like he will. Uh, however, I, 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 what I saw this year in particular, there was so much improvement in Washington's offense because they weren't as much of a run and shoot. They had Dylan Johnson who transferred in and gave them an immediate run game. By the way, he just a few minutes ago announced he's going into the NFL draft. Uh, really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so, uh, so Jed Fish is, is going to be starting from scratch almost out there with the, with the, and by the way, the Arizona head coach Jed Fish is the new head coach at Washington. He was just hired okay. today. All of this yep. has happened right. so fast, but. Yeah. I, I guess what I like so much about their team this year is they weren't just pass, 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 and it made them a better football team to watch and to try and beat. I think if you put a Michael Penix with the offensive line that Michigan had, I don't think there'd be anybody stopping that guy uh, from being Heisman Award winner. Um Penix is, I, I don't know, I, again, you judge, being in the baseball business, I'm always looking at arm strength, and Penix had a very unusual delivery, but if you ever noticed, it was like shooting darts. Yep. He, I mean, he'd, he'd uh, place the ball on a straight line in the tightest of places, and there's not too many quarterbacks that can do that. And so I, I think he's going to be a success in the NFL if he's surrounded by some that'll you know, a club that'll give him time to throw. If they can keep him upright and he doesn't get hurt, I agree. I agree. Exactly. Uh, that exactly. pass against Texas, where it literally looked like he was throwing a dart uh, uh-huh. in the end zone for a touchdown, mm-hmm. that was yep. like one of the most incredible balls I've seen him throw, and I've watched all their games for two years. Yeah, and how did he get the ball in there? The three defensive guys around this one receiver, and he got it in there, and I'm going, wow. Wow, amazing. Yeah, pretty impressive. Willie Sanchez, our yeah. guest, he was athletic director at USF during the time that uh, Kalen was there as a head coach. And Kalen, as you said, then moved on to Southern Illinois. So he makes that move to Southern Illinois. But could you have ever imagined how quickly he would have risen and gotten to Fresno State as offensive coordinator? And to me, that was even huge. And the next thing you know, he's head coach at Fresno State. And then Washington hires him, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is huge. And now we're talking the pinnacle of college football head coaching jobs. Am I surprised in a way? No, and I'll tell you why. I I made a big mistake in my professional career that I loved the Dodgers. I didn't want to leave the Dodgers, even though I had opportunities to go to other clubs. I never left. And uh, even though I made it to the big leagues as an all-star game director, I never 
did what I really wanted to do, and that's because I wasn't willing to move. Kalen, on the other hand, was willing to move. Look at his track record. Now, a lot of people can look at that and say, you know, that's not good. Uh, but every time he advanced, him, he advanced himself with every move. So wherever he moved, he learned. And Kalen, if I'm Alabama, and let me tell you, when I heard his press conference, I saw it. That man has come a long way. <laughs> yep. Talking about saying the right things and presented it, presenting it in the manner that is big leagues. Kalen is Kalen has uh, arrived. He uh, he's there. I would have been nervous for him in that press conference in the past. I was. I would have. I was excited to hear what he had to say instead of being nervous. Yes, and Mark, I. I, I, it's interesting that you say that because I'm going, okay, is he going to come, come across as a country bumpkin or, and I'm telling you, he came across, he could have delivered a state of the union address. He was just that good. That comes with ex- experience and exposure yes. to doing those kind of things. And so you look yes. at the, you look at the trail that he's followed to get where he's at. He's gotten better. At all of these things, because let's be, let's be honest here, Willie, being the head coach at Washington and now Alabama in particular, these big schools, you'd better be a good ambassador for your school. And part of that is being a good public speaker. And, and he's really developed that, uh, over the years. And, uh, I don't know if he's had any coaching or anything like that, but you know, when you got an agent like Sexton and I'm sure that his job is to educate and to prepare Kalen for opportunities like this. Cause I know I did that with some of my players, but, uh, he was ready for the opportunity and, uh, I think he's ready to go forward and coach. And one of the things that I, I had a guy tell me today, as a matter of fact, uh, another interview that said that they were concerned about not being able to fill the goat's shoes, you know, Nick Saban. And I just basically said, you know, he followed a legend in Bob Young. He was smart enough to invite Bob Young to practices. He was smart enough to listen to Bob Young when he said something. And I just, I bet you money, he does the same thing with Saban. I would agree, I would agree although the difference there is that he played for Bob and there was a relationship. Um, here, he's just, he's he's moving into a situation where, and like you said, uh, Nick Saban's office is going to be right there in the stadium. I think if Nick Saban is truly open to, to being helpful but not being um, <laughs> intrusive, then it could yeah. be a great situation. Well, let me ask you a question. If you were Nick Saban and Alabama just hired his successor, do you think Nick Saban wants him to succeed or does he want him to fail? I would think he wants him to succeed. I I think I think so too. I, you know, what more could Saban do? Seven what national championships? Uh, what more could he do? So whoever he brings in, I I wonder how much he had to do with the hiring of Caleb. Have you heard anything? Uh, how much he was involved in that? No, I've seen what he's had to say since. Uh, mm-hmm. Seen some stuff on social media about how he absolutely 
thinks Kalen is the right guy. I've heard all along that Kalen was their number one choice. That leads me to believe that Nick Saban saw something in Kalen that made him feel comfortable. Because, you know, like anybody in that situation, um, especially when you're retiring, you want to hand it off to the right person. You know, Bill Belichick is parting ways with the Patriots because they're parting ways. I mean, he basically got fired, if you want to look at it, by Robert Kraft. That's different. Um, But most guys who retire, who've had a very successful career at whatever it is, they want to make sure the guy that takes their place is the right guy. Yeah, no doubt. And, Mark, I've got to share a quick story with you. Uh, About six to seven days prior to uh, uh, Nick Saban retiring, uh, and it was going to be the game against Michigan, I was watching the game and so on and so forth, and uh, there was something about Saban that just did not didn't come across as the old Nick Saban to me. It looked like he was haggard. He looked like he was a little frustrated, as he always does, but it was a little beyond. It, it, it kind of started, to me anyway, started to show his age a little bit. And after that loss, uh, I had a phone call from an interviewer, and uh, <laughs> honestly, when I tell you this, I laugh. And I said, you know, he was asking me, this interviewer, as to where, uh, what do you think is next for Kalen? And I said, well, maybe the NFL, when you think about uh, Kingsbury, you know, going from Texas Tech to Arizona and so on and so forth, maybe the NFL. But I said, you know, if Nick Saban retires, I think Kalen could fill that, that job. I said that before it happened. Wow. And honest to Pete, and you can check, uh, I think there was something that came out in X or Twitter or something about that, but uh, I'm going, are you kidding me? I was laughing at myself. Right, because that was just a premonition. That was just that, yeah, yeah. they ought to hire Kalen. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know, I mean, I had no insight. I mean, I, I said that in answer to a question that I thought he could fill that job. And uh, who knew that Saban was going to retire? <laughs> right. Well, I sure didn't. That caught me off guard. So I guess to wrap things up here, because we're almost out of time, this has been great. Love chatting with you, as you know. Um, there's so much expectation at Alabama. Uh, yes. That's my only concern for Kalen as a friend is that the expectations are so high, it's almost a no-win situation. Almost. Here's, here's I I don't call Kalen. Kalen doesn't call me. We text occasionally. But this is the text that I sent him. I said, the field is 100 yards long, 52 yards wide. You've had success in those parameters doing what you do. Keep doing it. Now, if he keeps doing it, he'll win. If he changes that aspect of the game, I think uh, he won't have the success. He's got to remember what got him there. And the, the, the one thing that I'm concerned more than anything is the pressure outside of the lines. How's he going to handle that? Right. And uh, I I don't know this Courtney, Courtney 
some some person that they call the baseball or football operations guy or, or he, whatever. I want to say Hanson. Yeah. I don't know if that's right or not. If 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 he or she can 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 guide him through that, he'll be okay. Well, he's proven he's proven himself at Washington. That's for sure. Yeah, um, and yeah. that's why they're that's why they're hurt. That's why they're upset that he left because he did such a phenomenal job. And uh, I know he, I know how deeply he cared about the folks at Washington too. And it was a yeah. very, very difficult decision. Uh, you know, well, it reminds me of uh, when Lincoln Riley. You know, I'm a Sooner fan, and and when Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma, I know how the Washington fans feel. It 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 hurts. Well, they've got a new guy already, so they can start worrying about Jed Fish. And, there you go. And Kalen is the guy in Alabama. Willie, it's been great as always. Uh, let's stay in touch, and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care, Mark. Thank you for calling. Thanks, Bye. Willie. Willie Sanchez, good friend for all these years, and uh, it's kind of neat to get his insight on all of this, too. We'll come back to wrap up today's show after this. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Advanced Thompson Vision. We change lives by creating vision every day. Everybody used to laugh at me if I didn't have four pair of glasses on my hat. I would have broken ones in my purse. I struggled. I had cataract and LASIK surgery done. From when you walk in, the greeting to the receptionist, to each person that works with you, it's just over-the-top wonderful. I'm so thankful every day. Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And speaking of Lewis Drug, the uh, Lewis Drug Racquetball Tournament's coming up. I wish I was still playing racquetball. I, I missed that. It is, uh, it's a chance to go out and see the world's best players on the IRT, the International Racquetball Tour. They're all here in Sioux Falls to play. And if you've never gone just to watch, you don't even have to be a racquetball fan. It's like, it's like me telling you, okay, you know how great the Sanford International Golf Tournament is? Well, this is like the 
stars of the PGA Tour, the younger guys, are all here, with the exception of Ruben Gonzalez, who keeps playing and playing. He's the Energizer Bunny, bunny but uh, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal tournament. Uh, you get the best in the world to come here, and it's free to go watch them play down at the Y in Sioux Falls, and it is, it, you you know, it it is so incredible to see the speed at which they play and how hard they hit the ball and how incredible they all are. I, I just got to, I got to encourage you to go watch, even if you're not a racquetball fan, just to see the athletic ability. So yeah, that's coming up here later in January and I'm excited about that. Great show today. Rosie Langello of Alabama, a TV sports director in Montgomery was with us and gave us her insight. And then Willie Sanchez, who was the athletic director at USF and fun to hear him talk about that. That just that thing he threw out, like, hey, you know, maybe they should hire Kalen DeBoer. He'd be good. <laughs> it all turned out, didn't it? And uh, Kalen is the new head coach as of, well, Friday late in the day, was it? Yeah, I think that's when it was finalized, Friday late in the day. He's the new head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We'll talk about that a whole lot more during the week this week. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay warm, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. We're celebrating over 70 years.